and welcome to A Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So if you are listening today on the 9th of October, happy full moon. I just did a recording um, about this particular full moon. It's a full moon in Aries. And the important part of this was I started like talking around this idea of being true to you. Aries is the beginning of the zodiac sign. It's like, I think of it as like the baby of the zodiac sign. It's like that, you know, that ram energy of being bold and courageous. And its question is like, you know, I am. And when we do that at the, um, in the new moon energy, it's that energy of like, who am I becoming? What do I want for the, like, the next zodiac year of my life? And that usually happens around April time. And when we're in the full moon energy, it's like shining a spotlight on you, asking you, are you being true to yourself? And this got me thinking today, as I wanted just to share a story with you about being true to you. Um, I'm sure many of you have gone, have wondered, spent your spent some time wondering, like, what is it I'm here to do? Who is it I am? What are my skills? How can they show up in the world? And I want to share with you that your that power, that magic, that soul purpose, that, you know, whatever it is you want to call it is always within you and it will always find ways to be expressed. So when I was about nine years old, I remember that at that age I wanted to go to university. I don't think I even really knew what university was. My parents hadn't gone to university. Um, I didn't know anyone that had gone to university, but I'd heard about university and I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to go. Um, so that's one piece to bear in mind. The next um, part of this is, you know, when you have like career counsellors at school, I mean, like, this is such an interesting thing for me. It happened when I was, again, quite young and you're deciding like what subjects you're going to study. And I don't even think this career guidance person was a teacher. So she didn't know me. She didn't know who I was, but you had to put all this information into a you know, a chart thing and it printed out on that, that old fashioned paper with the perforations down the edges and the green and white stripes. If, if you're older than 40, you might know what I'm talking about. Anyway, and I really wanted to be a journalist. I just, I loved writing and I wanted to be a journalist. And I can just still remember her, this person now just saying, oh, it's a bit competitive. You probably want to think about something else. I was a straight A student if a straight A student can't go off and like study English and become a writer or a journalist, it's like, oh my goodness, who can? But being little Rebecca back then, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I won't do that then if it's going to be too difficult. Um, and so I didn't, didn't do it. I didn't um, pursue that, that avenue. And then as I got older, my favourite subject was art. I loved art. When I did my, um, my GCSEs, again, showing my age, um, I... The only grade I cared about was my my grade for art. I loved it. My teacher was amazing and it's just I just loved that form of expression. Once again, I got an A grade and my art teacher wanted me to go to like this really very good college that was actually quite local to us. And I couldn't apply because I couldn't fill out the about page. I felt I didn't feel good enough even though I had like the highest grade you could have got. And I couldn't fill out the about page when it, you know, I could fill out all the, oh, this, these are my qualifications. These are what I do. Um, and I just couldn't write like why I should be included. And so I wanted to go to university, but 
but I couldn't fill out the about page. I wanted to follow art as my dream, but I didn't think I was good enough, even though I was an A-grade student. And I wanted to be a journalist, but I didn't because some random person told me, oh, it's a bit competitive. You shouldn't do that. And so I didn't. I went off and did my A-levels and, you know, I just kind of did what I thought I should do. And I didn't go straight on to university. I had a year out and then I went to a university again. And then actually I didn't get my, um, I didn't get my degrees. I, I actually got them as a mature student. <laughs> so I, I had the ones out of college and then I went off and did two other degrees while I was actually working. So I, I did the degree path and I got my degrees but as a mature student, not in the traditional way. And just the other day when I was sharing about, um, like I'm revamping my website and everything's changing, I was just like chuckling as I was writing my About Me page. I'm like, here I am writing an About Me page for the entire world to have a look at. And like little me couldn't even write an About page just for like one or two people at university to, to read. And then I was like, oh yeah, look, I wanted to be a journalist. And I've written umpteen books with my other book it's got a it's got a date it's got a date the 26th of November that's when that book's coming out and it's like oh here I am writing <laughs> and it's like oh and all of my work has that energy of like creativity and I was like so all of those things that little me knew was an expression of my power and magic older me <laughs> wiser me is noticing that, oh, that never goes away. It always tries and sneaks through. And that energy of like, when we feel frustrated with things, when we feel, particularly with like where we are in life, when we feel frustrated, when we feel um, just down or angry or annoyed with the way our life is turning out. It's like the question I would ask you to ask is where are you suppressing your life force? I've always had to be creative. I've always had to write. I've always had to, you know, express myself in those ways. I've, I've always had to learn. That's why I have the Witch Academy. I'm now a teacher. Um, <laughs> but again, I didn't want to be a teacher. That's probably the only thing actually that I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, that actually is my expression of a life path. So there are two things to look out for. The things that we resist often are our biggest teachers, but also those things that just make you feel like you. It's like those things that you know you wanted to do as a child. And I often think about this. It's like when we're first born, if we're born into a like loving, nourishing environment, we know who we are. We want to sing loudly, dance wildly, wear crazy combinations of clothes, wear no clothes. Um, you know, we when we're very tiny, it's like if we're hungry, we cry. If we want cuddles, we cry. We just like know how to get our needs met. And over time it's like drip 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 very very slowly that we barely even notice we learn how to behave in the world in a way that gets us the love the nourishment the recognition that we so deeply crave and so that might start as becoming a little bit quieter not wearing quite so wild clothes and toning them down it might look like changing your career path because someone says oh that's very competitive perhaps you shouldn't do that um and it's like where over the years starting from like childhood did you learn 
who you had to become to be loved, to be accepted, to have that level of connection, to get the accolades that you wanted, where you celebrated. And I, I wish this was true for everyone, but I know that it is not. Where you celebrated for being the brightest, boldest expression of you or were you celebrated for being who someone else wanted you to be? Now that might be quiet. <laughs> you know, when you're thinking about like children, it's like maybe it was for being quiet. Maybe it was for being academic. Maybe it was for looking after others, looking after your little um, baby brothers and sisters, looking after, you know, making a cup of tea for someone. And it starts really small and it seems quite sweet to start with like, oh, look at them looking after whatever or like tidying up after themselves. And, you know, some things are skills we want people to have. But when did it start becoming your identity? When did it start becoming part of who you are um, and how you receive your recognition in the world? So how different is it from who it is you wanted to be when you were that wild, bold, courageous um, child that just knew how to get their own needs met? Now, of course, some of those needs have changed as you've got older. But that fundamental like magic and power within you hasn't. It will come out in different ways. So like I didn't become a journalist, but I did become a writer. You know, I didn't become the artist, but I have become a creative. And a friend of mine, <laughs> she's always like, oh, updating your website again, are you, Rebecca? Oh, creating something new, are you? Oh, when's the next book out? When's the next Oracle deck out? When's the next journal out? It's like, I can't not create something. It might not look like art that you hang on a wall, but for me, it's that energy of creative expression. So where, what were, what were your things that you wanted to do as a child? And hopefully you did them, but maybe they evolved into something different. Perhaps they, they became a different expression in the way that you showed up in the world. Perhaps, perhaps you're still suppressing them. Perhaps, you're, perhaps you don't even notice that you're doing them. It's like um, someone in our community, she has been a nurse, which is a very, you know, prestigious, space-holding, nourishing, very formal, very organised space to be. And she's, it doesn't surprise me at all that her gifts as an intuitive want to come through as card reading. And it's like, well, of course, because you're still holding phenomenal space for someone to heal. You're still holding that incredible space for someone to come back to their own essence, to discover who they are. You're still providing solutions for people. So whilst it might not look like being a nurse on the outside, it still has the core values of holding space for people, helping people, nourishing people, nurturing people, getting them on their own path, getting them on that path to healing. So it's not about being like, mine's quite a literal, I wanted to write, now I write. It just in a different format. Sometimes those core values of expression show up in very different external expressions, but the core value is still the same. So I often see this with people when they start new businesses that they say, oh, I'm doing something completely different. And actually, when we look at it, the the fundamental skills, the way they see, see the world is exactly the same. You know, they have like 20, 30 years of, I don't know, managing an office or managing a team or whatever it may be. 
And now they're expressing it differently. But because it's like a new career, a new air quotes job, they think they're starting from scratch. And I'm like, you're joking. Look at all these decades of experience you're bringing with you being like organized or managing data or managing people or managing relationships or whatever it may be. It's like all of it is there. That that power and magic is still expressing itself in the way that it needs to be expressed. Just the facade is very different now. Maybe it feels more aligned. And so where in your life right now is your power and magic wanting to be expressed? Like I say, this is that full moon energy, but we can do this any time of the month, any time of the year. It's like right now it's particularly potent as we're recording this because that full moon energy is like a spotlight on you, shining a light on you going, well then, are you being true to yourself? Where do you need to, are your needs being met? Where do you need to bring in more, um, better boundaries so that your time, your energy, your resources are being spent in places that are aligned and the right place for you rather than the question of like, where are you conforming right now? Where are you being so at the detriment of you? Of course, sometimes we have to play the game. We have to conform. We have to follow the rules for whatever reasons. But it should be by conscious choice. It shouldn't be because it's expected. So right now, where are you dimming your lights? Where are you ignoring your needs? Where aren't you expressing your full power and magic? Because this this is that demand for you right now. And like I say, those dreams, those desires we have as a, as a young child, when we were wild and bold and courageous, and that might have only lasted for a little while. I mean, I, I was painfully shy as a child, but I do have photos of me going, oh yeah, I did have that in me once. And then over time, drip, 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 it got squeezed out of me. It got, you know, squashed away. It got hidden. It got buried under the piles of shoulds and expectations and managing my own environment, etc., etc. as I'm sure many of you relate to. And then as we grow older, we stay buried under that. But that power of magic is always trying to crack through. It's always trying to nudge you in the right direction. It's always trying to express who you are because it is who you are. It's like, you know, that thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, I want to I want to do this. And it's like, you don't do you. You already are you. It's not a it's a case of remembering. It's a case of being. It's not a case of like, I've got to do the work. I've got to find out who I am. It's like you already know who you are. It's a case of letting it be. It's a case of following the breadcrumbs, letting it sh um, shine through. It's like letting those cracks just sneak up and like, oh, that's curious oh, I want to follow that bit of curiosity. And it's like just letting that break through is one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself. Because once you have that glimpse, I said this before, actually, once you've had that glimpse, you can't unknow it. And it's like there is nothing more powerful than truth. I know some people will argue with me and they'll say, oh, love is the most powerful force. And I'm like, no, truth. Because once you have truth, there is no hiding. There is no escape. It's like it just cuts through everything and opens your eyes. And it's like, oh, and you'll feel it. It might only be a split moment. It might just be like a, like a, almost like a flash of inspiration. It's very easy to dismiss. But when we hear truth, when we feel truth, when we know truth, something shifts and it ripples. It's like we cannot unknow truth.
So once you accept that, oh yeah, this is who I am, this is how I have to express it in the world, it's like, it's just who you are then. It's not something you have to like work really hard at. You might have to work hard at, you know, busting through those limiting beliefs and prioritising yourself. But that inner knowing, that being, you're like, oh, that's who I am. Because <laughs> I still struggle with this. I don't consider myself an author, even though I've written quite a few books. I don't know why. I don't know whether that's a, I don't know, like a, a self issue or whether it's just because I just consider myself like super creative in all areas and I wouldn't want to limit myself with just the title of author. Um, <laughs> but, but, it, but it is something I'm working on. So where is it for you? It doesn't have to be about naming and claiming something. You don't have to be like, oh yes, I'm an author. That's who I am. Because it actually, you know, that's just one part of you. You're so many other things. But inside that power and magic, you're like, oh yeah, how it needs to be expressed is through communication, through writing, through, you know, creation, through art, through holding space for people, through nourishing people, through nurturing people, through all of the things. It's like, how does your power and magic want to show up? That's the only important thing. Notice, particularly under this full moon, but, you know, in life in general, those areas where you feel frustrated, those areas where you feel less than those areas where you feel yourself comparing yourself with other people those areas where you feel jealous of other people just notice what's really going on behind the scenes because it will be where you're suppressing your power and magic you'll see it activated outside of yourself and there'll be that inner knowing jealousy is a really good thing for this actually you'll see someone doing something and you'll feel jealous we know jealous isn't a very helpful emotion if it festers it can become quite nasty but if you notice yourself feeling jealous, just stop and say, what is it they have that I want for myself? And sometimes it's quite obvious, but it's that question of you're seeing someone do something that you have the potential to do, but you haven't said yes to it yet. OK, so think about that when you see someone that maybe you're feeling jealous of maybe even that looks like resentful. Um, but when you're feeling jealous of someone, just ask yourself, what is it that they are expressing that is within me that I haven't claimed yet? Because that's the other thing. Sometimes we're afraid to claim something from ourselves. And often, once again, that goes back to not wanting to feel selfish, not, not knowing how to prioritise yourself in a healthy, nourishing, fulfilling way without you being like, super selfish um and so where aren't you where are you suppressing that energy right now where is it showing up as frustration where is it showing up as feeling like i should be further along my path right now or i should be here or should this should have happened by now or i can't believe i'm still going through this pattern and it's like yes because where aren't you expressing your full power and magic go back to you know, the things that you loved to do as a child. What were those things that you loved to express freely? What were those things when you were in school, in college, in, you know, any kind of education? You're like, oh, yeah, this is my next step. Did you take it? You might have taken it and it didn't turn out the way that you thought it thought it would. And then you just ask yourself, well, was that your real desire? Or was that, again, what someone else expected of you? Now, there's no, you know, had I become a journalist... I'm not sure looking at the world of journalism today, that's the place I really would have wanted to be. 
Do I love writing my own books on power and magic and trusting yourself and all of those things? Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes things aren't realised because actually (laughs) maybe the universe knows better. And many, many years later, I'm like, yeah, this is brilliant. Look at me doing all these things. And sometimes there are things to be learned in any way that we choose to walk our path. It doesn't always have to make sense in that moment. Sometimes time brings clarity. And if you're impatient like me, that's the most frustrating thing in the world because we're like, I want to understand it now. Why didn't this happen? This is what I wanted. But maybe days, weeks, months, sometimes even years, we look back and we're like, oh, phew, thank goodness that opportunity didn't, didn't happen because now I'm exactly where I wanted to be. But what I would ask right now for you is, I'm just going to leave you with this question, is are you being true to you? Do you know what that looks like? Do you know what that feels like? Do you know how to be true to you? Because that is the energy right now. And like I said, I just wanted to hop on and share that take this moment to recognise you. What are those things? Like I said, my, my being me, I squashed it, squashed it, squashed it, suppressed it, hid from it, tried to do the things I thought I should do that some random person told me that I you know, should follow in life. And it weaved, it bobbed, it ducked, it dived, it ended up all over the place. But when I look back, that core desire of like writing, creativity, expression has always been with me in different guises. It's just taken me this long for it to be like really obvious to me to go, oh yeah, look at all the things I did do. I might not have done it a traditional way. I might not have done it the way I thought it was going to work, but I still did it anyway. I still, exp- that, that power and magic with me, what can't be suppressed. Otherwise I would feel miserable. <laughs> I, I would be a shell of myself. I can't not be who I am. Just like you can't be who, you can't not be who you are without there being consequences. When I first worked in my um, practice as a kinesiologist, I very quickly realised, even like 20 years ago, before it was even like a mainstream thing, that most people that came to see me, it wasn't, they, you know, they wanted it to be a physical issue with them, but it wasn't. It was like they were suppressing their power and magic. They were being who they thought they should do. They were following the rules of society instead of expressing their power and magic. Now, that doesn't mean you have to like rip your whole world apart and like quit everything and change everything, unless that honestly feels aligned for you to do so. But it does mean you give yourself breathing space to allow that power and magic just to creep up to the surface, just to make friends, to get to know that power and magic so that you can really move forward and grow and develop that relationship with yourself, with your power and magic, and start expressing that in the world to start really honing in on like who you are, who you were born to be, what your skills are. So like I said, I'll leave you with that question. Are you being true to you? If not, how could you be, how could you honour that part of you more? So come over into our community and let me know who you are. What it, what is it that you what are those dreams when you were younger and how have they shown up today? What are those dreams you they were when you're younger and you have no idea how to express them today? Come over into our community and I'll find the patterns for you. <laughs> One thing I do love is finding a pattern. And a little PS, 
after last week's episode with people I was talking about um, charm casting thank you to all the people who came over and asked for a free reading if you want to know anything about charm casting there are loads of readings for you to um, have a look at see how I use charm casting again one of my superpowers finding the patterns um <laughs> it's like again something else I can't not do and um I always remember in art one of the reasons I loved art so much is because the symbology that I would put in my art, everything from like the shape of a person's, like how they were standing, the colours I would use, the the you know the, the situations I would put people in, it was like everything had meaning and symbolism to me. And again, I might not be painting like that in day, but I'm still creating, but I'm still finding the patterns. I'm still absolutely like obsessed with like symbolism. So thank you to all those people that came and played. I am still working through all the requests. So if I haven't done yours yet, it is on the way. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode and you want a free charm casting reading, go and listen to last week's episode and I'll tell you how to get the readings. Because like I say, I'm loving doing them. So thank you for playing along. Go and be more you and I will speak to you again very soon.